This is Yasha Ben Israel for the Yasha Ben Israel podcast show. The place where we glance through the smog, just to glance through the fog. Yes, the place where we talk about things that they don't want you to know. The place where we talk about things that people don't like to talk about because we do have answers. Today's topic of discussion will be the black Hebrew Israelite woman, the BHI woman. That's what we will call her. All right, let's get this thing started. The black Hebrew Israelite woman, born in paganism, born from slavery, born into Western heathenism. Born into a heathenism that was instituted by the British, English, American, European. Yes, she is a descendant of slavery. Yes, a descendant of slavery. Not knowing herself, not knowing her history, not knowing where she come from, she became subject to the apparel of slavery. During this slavery, there was an instituted brainwashing. We can see this evident through the Willie Lynch letters. We also can see this evident through, we also can understand her history by the evidence of the slave breeding farms. For there is no doubt that all African Americans who don't know themselves have adopted the life, the customs, the language, and the spirituality of the European Gentile heathen from Britain. Therefore, she has become a very heathenized individual, a heathenized individual who had no idea of her historic history, greatness, and endeavors throughout the world. Now we're talking about the black Hebrew Israelite woman, the former African American slave girl. Fasten your seat belt. Fasten your seat belt. Fasten your seat belts. Put on your safety helmet because this is about to be a crash course of the Hebrew Israelite woman. The Hebrew Israelite woman is a creature who originally came to this planet in this dispensation of time as an African-American heathen. Just like her heathenized brothers, just like her heathenized uncles and fathers. I have to say that to bring balance to the conversation. Just like her heathenized sisters, aunties, mothers, and grandmothers 
all black Africans, void of their history, void of their ethnic, void of their culture, void of their language, void of their land. She has no idea of the heavens in which she fell from. And then sometime throughout her life, some man that is more enlightened than her is going to inform her of her greatness, her past, and her history. He's going to tell her of her queenhood and how she and many other women sat on the throne as the queen of Israel. Many women who hear this news reject it. It's a big red pill to swallow. I'm a Jew. You mean to tell me I am a Jew? You mean to tell me all that nigga shit that they taught us is really, really not me? You mean to tell me I am a black queen of Israel? Many reject that. Many reject it simply because they want to entertain white jewels. They want to entertain white jewels. And and, uh, believe that Jews were white, believe that the hosting stock of the Israelite Hebrew Jewish bloodline started with white people. So she been rejected and forever stayed in her heathenized state. Then there's other women who are more spiritual and more intellectually lightened. And when they heard this news, they were like the the Israelites of the scriptures that said that I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord she accepted her calling she recognized from which high horse that she fell off as a black woman due to her hypergamous nature she wants to get back on that high horse and they come into the Israelite game unrepented of their heathen past. They enter into the game. They come in with this great fervor, this great Israelite fervor, and just think that they can just switch paradigms and go from heathen to holiness. Yes, they desire to go from heathenism to holiness just like that like the snap of a finger overnight microwave styled the greatest part that they miss is that is that of repentance 
the vast majority of them enter into this as one who glories in their sorrows as opposed to one who is repentant okay you got to be repentant you have to be sorry that you lived that white man's life red pill you have to be sorry that you let that heathen man touch you. Mind you that a heathenized Israelite or a black man is that heathen. You should be sorry that you let that heathen touch you. You should be sorry that you let that heathen rape you. And what I mean by rape, I mean rape in the sense that he stole something from you. He stole your innocence. He stole your purity. And he stole your right to be a wife before the God of the universe. You should be repentant because you submitted your virginity to an unholy man. An unholy man that properly has introduced you into the world of whoredom and not wifery. You should be repentant. According to Hebrew scriptures, a woman is to marry the first man who took her virginity. Flat out, no cut, no chaser. I can't mix this dope message. I can't dilute the Hennessy mama I have to give you the raw 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 truth the raw liquor the raw dope I have to give it to you pure no cut no chaser you enter the Israelite game the Israelite life the Israelite way unrepentant of any of this when you come in the game you come in the game immediately to regain your connection to God and to sit upon your own mental throne as the queen of Israel (coughs) excuse me (coughs) y'all know that was that good one I like to get it in on my podcast. You allowed a man to take your virginity in a custom that was very heathenized and not that of the children of Israel. Because the man who took your, in, your ver, who introduced you to sex and took your virginity, this man introduced you into a world of whoredom. He didn't introduce you into a world of wifery. For, for when it was all said and done, you de- departed from that man, nobody's wife. I repeat, when it's all said and done, you opened up your legs and you departed that relationship as nobody's wife, nobody's woman. You went through the procedures that a wife, that, that, that 
when it was all said and done, you know, that you should have came out a glorious holy wife. But instead you came out a used and abused harlot. So these newfound, unrepented Israelite women enter this Hebrew game fresh out of heathenism, used, abused, raped, damaged, and paid for. And what I mean by paid for, because the dory to sleep with them and, and, and to have them and to entertain them in that manner was not paid to the father but was either paid to a pimp or directly to her herself. Very non-Hebrew customer. So they entered this 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 Hebrew movement. You dig? Fresh out of heathenism. Then they get into this movement. Then with their hypergamous ways they immediately have the nerve to raise the bar of manhood. That's a problem right there. You see, women don't have the right or the power to raise the bar of manhood. It is that overqualified man that has the power to raise the bar of manhood. A woman can't raise the bar of manhood, nor can she define what a man is. She can only parrot an idea of what a man is because she cannot define what a man is because she is not one. She has not the X and the Y chromosome that the man has. The one chromosome that she has, the man have it. So the man has the right to define a man and a woman because he has what it takes to create all of that in his genes. The woman does not. So she comes into this game and she immediately raised the bar of manhood. She do this due to her hypergamous nature. This is why I encourage men to peep my video learn female nature. So she comes in as a used, abused, confused news and with her hypergamous nature, she comes in here immediately raising the bar of manhood. I mean, she'll do it so swiftly and so good and so satanically, because it's very adversarial. She'll do it so satanically that she can have a very masculine man feeling like he's, a, he's not good enough not to be with her, but not good enough to be a man. Especially that who is one of Yahuwah. I love the Israelites of history I love the African-American of history, and I love that bloodline and their whole historical saga, male and female. But in general, 
I look down for the most part on the post-civil right black Israelite woman. And I'm going to tell you why. It is because she is the finest creature you ever want to see on the outside. Man, I'm here to tell you. On the outside, she's the finest woman you want to see. Fine like Pam Greer. One who is gorgeous, beautiful out on the outside. So beautiful that she is the world's greatest sex symbol. She is the sexiest woman on the planet. She's the most beautiful. Man, I'm trying to tell you. But on the inside, she's filthy. On the inside, she's corrupt. On the inside, she's heathenized. And on the inside, she's wicked. Just like Pam Greer. Her heathenized sister. On the inside of her, she is about as heathenized as her heathenized sisters, aunties, cousins, friends, mother, and even grandmother, and great-grandmother, and great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother. I mean, they all are the same thing. You see, the fruit don't fall far from the heathenized tree. It doesn't fall far from the tree, the heathenized tree. You know, the one that she fell from. Her gynocracy, her surroundings. So when she entered into the Israelite game, due to her hypergamous nature, she seeks the man of power. She seeks the man of status. And not necessarily the man himself. This is the reason why these women are attracted to guys like General Yohanna. Fat ass men, sloppy, like Tazariak. You know, this is the reason why they are attracted to men like Nate Seven, the leader, Nathaniel, of the IUIC. This is why they grant him the power. Yeah, they grant him the power, all power. Because Nate has the power to tell you who to marry. Nate will fix a woman and a man up that are not even compatible. Not only will Nate do it, his system will do it. They will place his captains and his generals. They have the power to say, well, I think that you, sister such and such, and you, brother such and such, should get together and to marry. And these people don't even like each other, or one may like one, the other one may not like the other. In the case of Mrs. Joy Morgan, which caused the man who they affixed 
to her to be her husband. She didn't like him in that manner. She didn't accept him in that manner. And that man did not like it. And that man killed her and hid her body. Yes, he did. But these are the women that, these are the men that these Israelite women are attracted to. They give these men the power. These heathenized Israelite women are no different than their heathenized counterparts, I tell you. The Israelite woman coming to this game and she's attracted to power and authority and status just as her heathen ass counterpart, her sisters and her cousins and her auntie is attracted to the dope man and the thug and the guy who runs the hood and the block because of his status. In both cases, neither one, none of these women are attracted to the man, but are attracted to the man and what he's doing and his power over other people. They're not attracted to the Israelite man. They're attracted to the Israelite man of status and power. And this is the very reason why there'll be many Israelite men longing hoping and wishing as they are at this very moment for the Lord to send them a wife. This wife of Israel is not interested in you as an Israelite. You'll have certain Israelite women that have been in the game five years, six years, three years, Seven years, ten years without a husband. That is silly. It is silly because she'll congregate with the Israelites. She'll worship with the Israelites. But in all of this time span, she has not gotten with an Israelite. You know why? Because deep down inside, she's the heathen. And nine times out of 10, she's getting her sexual needs met. And it is usually by a non-Israelite, a heathen, a pookie, a Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah, your Israelite woman, your Israelite sister, the one who's been in the game five and 10 and six years. <laughs> Ain't got no husband, you know what I'm saying? She is being ran through, and I'm going to tell you why. Because a woman will go crazy without a man, okay? That is physically, mentally, and even spiritually. It doesn't matter whether she's being fed the spirit of righteousness or the spirit of wickedness. A woman will go crazy without a man. She got to have a man. And once a woman has open that Pandora's box of sex, she has to have it, okay? She really has to have it more than any man, okay? Men are weak and they're operating in a weak capacity because men don't have to have sex. They just want it so bad that they pay for it. 
and they do all types of weak things to appease women to get it. I'm here to tell you, once a woman has had sex, she cannot go without sex. If a woman is sexually active and she goes beyond four days without wanting and needing to feel that penetration, then there's a problem. I've seen women do all types of things when in a position where the rules of sex was restricted. I was in a Christian college, okay? And they did not play that co-ed stuff. And I've seen women climb all the way up to the second, third story of a fucking dorm. I'm in my I'm in my dorm room and I see sheets and shit tied together. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then so I'm still in there chilling and I happen to see a girl climbing up the goddamn building just to get some goddamn sex. Because it was restricted, restricted. So they couldn't freely do it. I've never seen men go to those extremes other than to pay. Or maybe even to just find a way to even take it, which is bad. It equally is wrong. You know, the only thing that I could think of when I saw that was Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. Ain't no mountain high enough to keep me from you. Cause show that fucking dorm wasn't tall enough. <laughs> the third story. I mean, man, she climbing up this goddamn wall like she's Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river deep enough to keep me from you. <laughs> so they enter this game as heathens, used up, already screwed. Many of them has been raped. Many of them have been selling sex. Many of them has many, many, many bodies under under the, un, under their uh, belt, under their dress. And you think, after all that, what I just told you, that she's going to be a holy, righteous Israelite woman? She entered the game now, repented of her sins. She didn't see. It is wicked as being raped. She didn't see it as being, and I mean raped by any man. Any man who took your virginity and didn't marry you, he raped you. According to Hebrew standards. So they enter this game as ex-prostitutes, ex-whores, harlots, sluts. Call girls, dancers, strippers, twerkers, and all of this foolish goofy shit right and then she come into the Israelite game and she in there you know she peeping around you best believe she peeping around and she looking for the hottest thing in there she ain't looking just to be married and and and, and just to be able to uh, 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 just come into the game and to live a righteous life she coming in there trying to get the power and she looking at the men of status She's not looking at the righteous Israelite because a lot of those Israelite leaders are not righteous men. They're wicked men. False doctrines and all. 
But she's attracted to that. That's who she wants. She don't want the average Israelite man. And this is the reason why you constantly go to service and you constantly go and you never have a wife. You only desire to have her. And she don't want you, Israelite man, because you, as a simple Israelite man, is corny to her. See, in this movement, this is a new movement, and it's growing fast, swift and strong. So she's looking for that innovative one, the one with power in that movement. She's not necessarily looking for the most righteous, the most intelligent, and the most closest to God. She's looking for those men that have status, those that have a bunch of friends, those that are able to go everywhere and mingle and that everybody knows him. Because that's how she see godliness. She don't see godliness as according to the law. Most of these women, these Israelite women, they are so self-righteous that they don't submit to the Israelite man. They don't submit to God. They don't submit to his laws. They don't submit to his righteousness. In fact, when an Israelite woman come across certain things in the law, especially when it says things, when it talks about virginity and how a non-virgin woman is really unfit for marriage and stuff like that, oh, she would rather just act like that that is not even in the scriptures and to rewrite holiness and righteousness in the way of the Israelites. And you simps follow her. You, you follow her because you scared you're not going to get no P-U- Dash C. You see? Weak. For if you stood tall like a man, all of her bull crapping games would break. And she would have to go to the strong man of God instead of the most popular cow in the herd. If she enters this game, Still, the outside beautiful and the inside she's still heathen. And she is just as heathen as her counterpart. You look at it. Both of them are attracted to the spiritual man of power. And not necessarily the holy man of God. You know, the African American woman is attracted to the preacher. Oh yeah. Attracted to his power. There's many women in line to be the preacher's wife and even the preacher's mistress. And that is the same in the house of Israel. No different. They're very holy men who have dedicated their life to Jesus and Yahweh in these movements. And the women want the man of power and not necessarily the man of God. But when I say the man of power, the man of God is the man of power, but she don't see that power because she wasn't raised in Israelite holiness and righteousness. Her inward core, that inward heathenism kicks in. And that heathenism dominates. And that heathen power, that wicked power, the power that is most evident to her eyes, 
that is what she's attracted to. I tell most Israelite men, I look down on them, and they should too. I tell most Israelite men that they better off going into a Christian church and finding a Christian woman and teaching her because the women are attracted to the teacher. Okay? They're so attracted to the teacher that you'll get these Israelite women, man, and you and her, if y'all from two different schools of thought, there's going to be great, great spiritual contention in your relationship because your wife submit to the teaching, the power, and the authority of her religious leader more than she does her husband. Just like the women in the church. The women in the church submit more to their pastor than they do to their husband. And this is why I'm saying deep down inside, deep within the core of the Israelite woman, she is no different than her heathenized counterpart, her heathenized sisters and mothers and aunties and grandmothers and all of the women in her gynocra. She's no different. In fact, I, I'll take that back. She is a little different. In fact, because she is claiming to be Israel and wanting to walk the Israelite path and the Bible has equipped you with, with the standards and what you need to know and she does not submit to that. She wants the scripture to submit to her. She wants the man to submit to her. She wants God and his laws to submit to her. Because she does that, she's no different than her heathenized counterparts, I tell you. Wicked. Bad, 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 bad to the bone. That's what she is. You'd be better off going into a Christian church, finding you some young Christian woman who don't even know nothing about that she's an Israelite and Yahweh, God, the God of Israel, law, statutes, and commandments. Meeting her taking your time with her once you smash you she's already in a submissive state and you as a man need to take your time with her and to show her and teach her the truth be real with her don't teach her no false doctrines teach her the truth and she will submit and respect you because you are her first teacher and every other teaching that she come across until in, uh, 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 until proven wrong to her, that is going to be her standard. Not only going into church, I say going into church because that woman is seeking some type of spirituality. And in, and in most cases, she's kind of familiar with the Bible. But you can apply that method to any uh, African-American woman. What I'm stating is that you're better off going out. And since you did not take her virginity, you can be the first man to intercourse her and impregnate her with the truth. You're better off finding just a typical African-American woman teaching her this way and this holiness. And what you'll be doing, you'll be growing the body of Israel as you do this. You're much better off. That, that, that type of woman is a much better off woman for 
the Israelite man. Don't be looking for a ready-made Israelite woman. You don't want a pre-trained, used and abused and confused Israelite woman. Because once an Israelite woman marries a man, she's supposed to submit to that man. You don't marry and open, the, the, the heathenism kicks in because they're so used to opening up their legs to men that they don't submit to. You're never, ever, ever supposed to open up your legs to a man that you can't submit to. The truth of the matter is that these women are practicing Babylonian temple whoredom in contrast to Israelite righteousness and holiness. The Israelite woman, you'll get with her. She'll take control and dominate the relationship. She will sleep with you, have sex with you. That's vaginal and oral. She'll get with you, be with you. And then when she finds that she won't, when you find that she won't submit, okay, and that she's dominant over you, what you'll find is that she really don't respect you as the man, okay? She has taken power in the relationship, and now she's going to break up with you. And in her breaking up with you, she is going to get a replacement for you. And there will be another Israelite man, or just another black man, or just another man that we, she will be sucking on and, and, and sexing on. Okay, my thing about that is what part of the game is that? What part of the game is that? Uh, in the Israelite faith, the women can't leave a relationship unless the man has given her a letter of divorce, a letter of separation. Without this letter of separation, she can't leave. She don't have the power to just leave. That, that's her heathenism kicking in. You know, in America, you know, the woman is responsible for 70% of the divorces. So that's her heathenism kicking in. She thinks she's going to bring that same bull crap into the house of Yah. And you simp, weak, Israelite leaders and men are allowing her to get away with this crap. They don't do that in Islam. They make the woman submissive to the tenants and the Muslim man. They so submissive that even in Iraq, the Christian woman, it's the, the whole women throughout the whole society are submissive to the man. I'm telling you, I work with these people. What I'm saying is a reality. And it's a reality that must be quashed. You tell the woman that... You, 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 I could tell you a scripture in a proverb to tell you to, de, to delight in, the, in your woman of your youth. The woman that you had of your youth. The Israelite woman ain't... Can't, you... If you marry her and she done been with a thousand men, you wasn't a man of her youth. And she wasn't a woman of your youth, but you fallen in love with her. The promiscuous woman. The book of Proverbs tell you don't do that. But you do it anyway. The book of Proverbs tell you that you should not marry a promiscuous woman. If you didn't take that woman's virginity, that woman can't be your woman. 
How can this woman be your woman when another man can tell you how good her walls feel, how good her jaws feel? At some point, I can tell you that that was my woman. And another man can say, that was my woman. And another man can say, that was my woman. And they'll be able to continue to say it all the days of their life because of the experience that they had with her. You allow her to trick you into thinking that she is your woman. You allow her to think that she is Ishut. Wife. And I'm here to tell you, if sex constituted marriage, then every man she slept with is and forever will be her husband. That Israelite woman, just like any other woman, is thinking about her past sexual partners, her past loves, just like the heathen counterpart. She's no different. The problem is that You worship Yah. Israel is sacred to you as a man. And her being an Israelite woman, she falls under that sanctity. You dig? And you pedestalize that which is not even worthy. One who has not proven herself to you, nor Yahuwah. Y'all just glad to have pretty African-American women's joining your cause. Sad, man. Very, very sad. These Israelite women don't submit to you. They don't submit to the truth or Yahweh, as his scripture suggests. They make Yahweh and his laws and his men and his scriptures subject to them. As they are subject to their false leaders, false prophets, and etc. The scripture tells a woman that, and a man, that they should leave their parents and become one flesh. And your teacher is your spiritual parent, meaning that you're going to have to leave him and to enjoin yourself with the Israelite man. And in doing that, you must submit to the way that Yahweh has taught and prepared him. And if that man ain't strong enough in that knowledge and that teaching and in that truth, then you don't submit to that man. You don't marry that man. You don't open your legs to that man. And I'm here to tell you, there's some geniuses out here with that Israelite truth and the ones that are the most genius and the most light enlightened are the ones that you women in Israel do not choose y'all want to be in the bed with y'all want y'all want to jump in the, uh, uh, the polygamy bed you rather jump in the polygamous heathen bed than to jump in a righteous bed with one man that'll love you and take care of you for the rest of your life you rather jump in the bed, because that's how y'all live. Y'all like guppies. And you, you see that man as the alpha male. Oh, she attracted to him, she attracted to him, she attracted to him. And then you attract yourself to him. Heathen. You no more qualified to be in a polygamous 
wifery than you is qualified to be a wife. You're not a virgin. You in a whorish temple Babylonian polygamous relationship. That's what you're in. In order for a man to have a wife, he must take that woman's virginity. And he must be able to at least account for her track record. If she's not a virgin, she must have a letter of divorce. These Israelite women leave these Israelite men and ain't nobody granted them no damn letters of separation. They just jump on to the next man. Y'all allowing this foolishness. This is why I don't deal with the Israelite woman. I'd rather go out there and find her just a typical African-American woman as I am a typical African-American man. Just the Israelite, that's the only difference. And I introduce those type of women into the Israelite world. And this is how the Israelite movement is becoming the fastest growing movement on the planet. Because I'm constantly introducing new Israelite women to this way of life. The sad part about it is they get in this game they get hyped up like how I told you. And then we break up. They start following after the doctrines of other people over me. And I let their butts go. And then they go on. You know, I let them go. I don't give them a letter of divorce. Because I'm not done with them. I just back off of them. And in that backing off, they go ahead on and be with, you know, do their thing. And go be with other men in Israel. Illegally. You see, there's no reason on this planet. The reason why the scripture allowed for a divorced woman to marry because her husband is dead. Okay. And the second husband never has to worry about because she's holy. She only been with her husband prior to him. Not her husband and a thousand boyfriends before that. That's not, that's heathen. That's not Israel. Okay. She only been with that one or two men before him. Okay. And he knows this. Because it's done according to the law. The stuff y'all doing today is not done according to the law. It's not done according to righteousness. It's not done according to holiness. It's not done according to the scriptures. In any language I tell you Israelite man if if you are dating a woman and she's more submissive and willing to submit more to the teachings of her teacher than to give you a chance to prove how Yahweh has enlightened you then you do not take that woman you go out and you go find you a woman and you teach your woman the truth okay don't play these games with these Israelite women because if an Israelite woman is submissive to her teacher then you tell her you need to go marry your damn teacher and I say that for a Christian man if your wife is more submissive to the goddamn pastor than she is to you then you tell her you need to go marry your pastor and this is the problem with the Israelite woman and why I look down on them and I try my best to stand clear of them for every Israelite woman that I have brought into this faith 
are all sexing and sucking on other Israelite men. Weak men who knew that they'd been with other Israelite men. That brought them into this faith that they have unfinished business with. Because you didn't check for a letter of separation or a letter of divorce or any of that. You just went simping after the damsel in distress. Distressed because I'm standing on my square as a man. And she runs over there to you and you and you and you. And that's a problem. Women know that their sexual market value is higher than men. And they know men is weak for the P-U-C. And they play on your weakness. Y'all better go back and listen to that interview. That show I did with the great Mrs. Sunshine Holder Israel. For she showed, gave you men out of the love of you men that she had for y'all in her heart. She told y'all what these women are doing. She's an Israelite woman. She's a woman familiar with her God and the word of God. Okay? But that being stated, I'm going to conclude this show. Made it 49, 50 minutes long. I'm going to conclude this show. Y'all, sit back and listen to this. Stop listening to all of this goofy shit that's going on out here in the world. All of these false teachers, false prophets, false doctors. Go to my YouTube page. Right here on Anchor. Subscribe to Anchor. And follow. You can follow me on Anchor. You can follow me on Spotify. You can follow follow, follow me on Google Podcasts. You can follow me on Pocket Podcast. You can follow me. Uh, I said Spotify, right? Oh, and Anchor. Yeah, Anchor. Google. There's a few others. But go follow me, the Terry Whitfield Yasha Ben Israel Show. And go to my YouTube page, like, subscribe. And just sit back and I'll promise to give you more pure unadulterated Hebrew Israelite alpha male thought. I love y'all. Be blessed. Rise, Israel. Rise.